of wine, your favorite easy chair, and this podcast playing on your home stereo. So go on, indulge yourself, kick your shoes off, put your feet up, and just lean back and enjoy the podcast. What's up, guys? Anthony DiClemente here, and this is episode five, part five of the Biohacker's Guide to Upgraded Energy and Focus Storytime Podcast Edition, where I read you guys sections from my book, The Biohacker's Guide to Upgraded Energy and Focus, An Uncommon System to Rapidly Optimize Physical and Mental Potential. No, I didn't win any Guinness World Records for the longest book title ever, but I was close. And uh, if you haven't listened to the previous episodes... Uh, where we've, we're covering the book in chronological order. So you want to go back and listen to those first. Um, each section will make sense on its own, but you know it's probably best enjoyed in the order in which it was written. Episode one is, uh, part one rather, is episode 223 of the Biohacking Secrets Show. Part two of the Biohacker's Guide to Upgrade Energy and Focus is episode 226. Part three is episode 231, and part four is episode 232, and then this is part five. We are in the nutrition section uh, in the foundation, so the foundation covers nutrition, movement, stress management, sleep, supplements, hydration, oxygenation, light, mindset, and habits, and if you have the same copy of the Biohacker's Guide that I have, um, we're kicking things off or picking things up on page 47. And if you don't have a copy of the Biohacker's Guide, uh, you can get one of those for free. Just help out with the cost of shipping and handling at biohackersguide.com, B-I-O-H-A-C-K-E-R-S-G-U-I-D-E.com. And uh, we've got some other cool courses like the Biohacking Your Brain course that I created with Dr. Andrew Huberman from Huberman Lab, the, the Stanford professor of neurobiology. We've got uh, my guide to rapid and sustainable fat loss. And all of those you can pick up um, when you grab the book and kind of go through checkout. So Without further ado, let's dive into part five of me reading The Biohacker's Guide to Upgrade Energy and Focus with commentary. Here we go. There are many healthy and allowable forms of foods you enjoy in these categories if you know where to look. Take yogurt, for example. Storyfield has a dairy-free organic soy yogurt that's delicious. Organic means no genetically modified organisms, pesticides, herbicides, chemicals, or artificial sweeteners. Now, just a side note, um, there are some ways where, you know, big food has actually found loopholes around legislation where a lot of foods, sometimes even foods labeled non-GMO, um, could potentially contain uh, herbicides like glyphosate. 
And I think that's why we're moving towards a time where it's going to be more like the healthier you want to be, the more of your food you're going to grow. And most people who are health conscious are going to have gardens. Um, that's certainly what we're doing in North Carolina. We're going to have a huge garden and a greenhouse because that's the the best way to really have food that's that's local, seasonal, eaten close to the time that it was picked and where you know that there's none of these like literally carcinogenic poisonous compounds in, in our food. Um, okay. Organic means no GMOs, pesticides, herbicides, chemicals, or artificial sweeteners. You won't want to go nuts and eat 15 of these yogurts in a day, or you'll be taking in a lot of xenoestrogens, which may impact hormonal health in some individuals. However, and xenoestrogens are one of the um, hormone disruptors that's in soy. And now it's certainly more so in non-organic soy, but um, yeah, soy can it, it mimic, um, it, it has these xenoestrogens, which are like estrogen mimicking compounds uh, that act as such in the body. And, um, you know, when you, when you combine non-organic soy, which, you know, means it also has these xenoestrogens along with herbicides like glyphosate, then you've got hormone disruptors on many different levels. And frankly, between us, you know, there's been a lot of people asking like what I think of the trans movement. And, you know, I'm big for peaceful coexistence and and I want that. And I don't dislike anyone or especially not any group. You know, I'm very tolerant of, of people that are gay or bisexual the trans thing to me is a little bit weird and there's a part of me that wonders if it's not a liability shield uh, for these companies that have been putting hormone disruptors in our homes, in our food, in our water, in uh, you know, our air for decades and decades now. I think we're seeing a lot of people with just destroyed endocrine systems and you know, that that leads to uh, issues with mental stability and mental health. It it obviously can cause um, some level of confusion around gender. And and so when people have asked me, I, th- I think there's an uh, just as likely probability that it's it's a form of liability shield for all of the hor- disrupted hormone hormonal systems that we have in existence now, and that will only continue as we move further into the future. And and you know and expose ourselves to more and more chemicals, more and more hormone disruptors, more and more forms of electrical radiation, which which just completely jack us up. So that's a little side note there, just my two pennies. Um, However, when responsibly consumed, soy constitutes, soy constituents like genistein and other soy isoflavones have been shown to maintain healthy cellular biological function and proliferation, which is a fancy word for replication. None of us are born with the warrior spirit. It is taught and trained. On the wrestling mats of Iowa, the mountains of Dagestan, and in homes across the world. Courage is learned from mentors and elders. Bravery is inoculated by a regimen of strategic training and discipline. 
This discipline culminates when the warrior has garnered the skill set to do what most men can't or won't. When he willingly runs into the fires of initiation because that is where his people need him. We feel disconnected when we chase the false idols of money, material possessions, and comfort. But true purpose and freedom are earned by training those parts of ourselves from which most men run. Some heavy shit is coming down, brothers. And those who rise to accept this call will go through it and win. The body, mind, and spirit are your instruments of victory. One cannot be properly trained while ignoring the other two. Our elite one-on-one coaching program is this training and your call to rise. Whether you're trying to build muscle, burn fat as fast as possible, upgrade your brain, reclaim your health, or unleash the warrior within, I will build you a personalized game plan to take your body, mind, and spirit to their true potential. At biohackercoaching.com, you will tap into the most cutting-edge health, anti-aging, and transformation protocols personalized exclusively for you to radically enhance your physical and mental performance. You'll have me in your corner as your coach and guide. With detailed instructions and advanced custom techniques to optimize your life, weaponize your body, and bulletproof your mind so that you achieve your goals as fast and safe as humanly possible. You'll discover science-derived lifestyle hacks I've only shared with our roster of Olympic gold medalists, world-class athletes, U.S. Special Forces, high-level businessmen, and super achievers from all walks of life, people ruthlessly committed to unlocking their ultimate capabilities. This program is for beginners, intermediate, and advanced fitness levels and provides everything you need to optimize your body, mind, and spirit's full capacity. We run labs and and blood work first because we believe in testing, not guessing. Then we use those data points to build you a unique, personalized program to correct underlying challenges and transform you into the man or woman you're here to become. Whether you're wanting to get shredded, add pounds of lean muscle, sharpen your mental focus and brain power, or heal, everything you need is included, and you'll have me in your corner holding you accountable, and guiding you through every step of the way. Because this isn't something I outsource to other coaches who may not have the skill set or experience you need, I can only work with five men each month. To grab a time for us to speak and determine if our Apex coaching program is a fit, go to biohackercoaching, B-I-O-H-A-C-K-E-R-C-O-A-C-H-I-N-G.com and book a time for you and I to discuss your goals. Because we receive 50 to 100 applications each month for these five spots, if you'd like to request your application gets moved to the top of the list, send me a text message to my personal phone at 847-989-3743 and let me know why you're ready to change your life. This is elite personalized training at the highest level with zero guesswork. Only a small handful of people get this level of access to me and these teachings. If you've resonated with this, go to biohackercoaching.com now and fill out the short application form to grab a time for us to connect. Strength and honor. There are countless examples of healthy alternatives to the foods you love. You just need to know where to look and what to look for. 
Integrating these types of toxin-free substitutes is one of the ways my clients are able to keep their sanity and still experience pleasure from food and simultaneously make choices that are good for their bodies. There was a funny meme that my mom sent me and I, I posted on Instagram. I had a picture of a grapefruit and uh, it was like, did you know that if um, – that studies show like 80% more significant weight loss if you substitute grapefruit for if you, for potato chips. And it was like dot, dot, dot. And you'll also lose the last remaining bit of joy you had in your life. And like, you know, it's, it's easy to feel that way when, you know, when you're going through a diet or nutrition program, if it's super, super strict, you can't go out, you can't, you know, eat with, with, uh, friends and you know what I mean, coworkers and that sort of thing, or you feel like an outsider because you're like, you know, packing a lunch or a meal everywhere you go. Um, some of it is like, yeah, that comes with the territory to a certain degree. Like change isn't easy. Otherwise everybody would do it, but you can also make it a lot more fun because you know, if you, if you take inventory of the foods that you really love now, there's almost always healthier versions of them that exist that will maybe give you 60, 70, 80% of the enjoyment, but not derail your body composition or brain performance goals. All right. I'm yapping. There's a high amount of commentary to reading going on here. I'm going to try to stay focused. (laughs) You just need to know where to look and what to look for. Integrating these types of toxin-free substitutes is one of the ways my clients are able to keep their sanity, still experience pleasure from food, and simultaneously make choices that are good for their bodies. I recommend my clients avoid genetically modified organisms or GMOs because most GMOs have been modified so that farmers can indiscriminately use the herbicide and pesticide glyphosate. There are several studies that show GMOs are safe and many that say they are not. Some suggest GMO crops can even lead to cancer. I don't know the answer. Actually, I do know the answer. Um, In in six more years, this stuff is straight poison and like one of the worst things that you could possibly put in in your body. It's also part of the reason that we're releasing a um, a brain performance fuel that – so a lot of people don't realize this, but 93.6% of coffee contains glyphosate, which means – If you're drinking coffee, unless you're like super anal and getting it from a very small percentage of um, organic crops, which most people are not, um, then you're drinking glyphosate every time you drink coffee. And it's just become so hard to get good quality coffee. And even that has some of its issues that we're creating a brain performance fuel that you can have in the morning um, that helps you grow new brain cells. And there's nothing like it on the market. It's it's phenomenal. I've driven our manufacturer absolutely insane. They've done like 200 different versions and <laughs> we're like ready to tell me that I'm flying down there to come to the facility because of all the different changes and things like that. Um, but it's now ready and it's so, so good. 
and it doesn't contain the junk that a lot of this uh, coffee contains. And it's it's smoother. It actually has health benefits rather than um, some of the downsides that that glyphosate coffee and dirty coffee come with. So um, keep an eye out for that. We'll um, it's I'm drinking a sample of it right now. It's my second of the day, and it's just phenomenal. Seems simple enough, right? I thought so too. Until I realized how many ingredients that may be derived from GMO corn don't have the word corn anywhere in their name. Imagine that. Like you're looking, you know that a lot of corn is genetically modified. So you're looking for corn and corn derived products on the label, but they're calling it something else, right? So livecornfree.com publishes an eye opening list of over 50 ingredients that are derived from corn. So to help you make better choices, here's a more in-depth list of some common food allergens and sensitivities. So to clarify, these aren't foods derived from corn. These are the most common food allergens and sensitivities. You know, from running hundreds of food allergy tests, which have their pros and cons, from doing tons of different uh, elimination provocation diets, working one-on-one with clients and seeing um you know, seeing what what they have immunogenic and allergenic responses to. This is the list. Dairy, grains, soy, eggs, peanuts, tree nuts, which include nut butters like almond butter, alcohol, coffee, tea, chocolate, shellfish, yeast, like a brewer's yeast or... I don't see a lot of people that are honestly allergic to nutritional yeast. Um, stoned fruits, not meaning fruits that smoke cannabis, but uh, fruits that contain like uh, a, a stone-like s- seed. So peaches, plums, cherries, apricots, canola oil, corn, wheat, which technically would be in that grains category, but it's so ubiquitous in the food supply, it almost has become a category of its own. Uh, gelatin, meat, so like especially beef and red meat and pork. Um, there's a, uh, I think I might have mentioned this in one of the past episodes, but I can't remember what I've talked to clients about or made a video about or recorded a podcast about. It's just, it, it's all a blur, man. Um so there's a the Lone Star Tick that originated in Texas. Um, there's a, uh, a a condition, a, a tick-borne infection that can happen uh, if you're bit by a Lone Star Tick, and they're all over the United States now. It's called Alpha Gal, A L P H A dash Gal, G A L, and this can make you allergic to meat. So a lot of people don't realize that. They're eating meat and like they're inflamed, their body hurts and they're overweight and like they're just regularly triggering an allergy by eating eating way too much of a food that they're actually allergic to. Let's continue that list, shall we? Some seeds like sesame, sunflower, and poppy seeds are the most common. A lot of times you can get away with like uh, raw or roasted pumpkin seeds. Some people... Um, raw or roasted sunflower seeds, but those are a little bit more allergenic. Um, Nightshades, which include potatoes, tomatoes, eggplants, and peppers. 
I find tomatoes, eggplants, and peppers cause more issues than potatoes, just generally speaking, especially if like if the skin's off, because the skin can, can contain the most um, anti-nutrients. Mushrooms, legumes, caffeine, processed foods, canned foods, highly glycemic fruits like watermelon, mango, pineapple, grapes, raisins, dried fruits, etc. Sugars and sweeter sweeteners, uh, honey, agave, maple syrup, coconut sugar. I haven't seen – honestly, I don't see too many problems with those either. Um, and, you know, it depends on the individual and like if, if it's someone that's overweight and they have poor insulin sensitivity and um, poor blood sugar regulation – then yeah, just eating less carbs and sugar is going to be a wise move anyhow. But I don't see a lot of people that are allergic to, especially like honey and maple syrup. Those are pretty well, well tolerated um, and can even nurse people back to health that have gut problems and a difficult time getting enough um, nutrients in and even just calories. And also pay close attention to gluten cross-reactants, which are substances that um, – mimic the effects of gluten in the body. So like glyphosate is a gluten cross-reactant. You know, it wouldn't be on this list because it's not a food. Um, but so gluten cross-reactants include coffee, chocolate, whey protein, corn, quinoa, oats, hemp seeds, rice, sesame, soy, and yeast. Another interesting fact, there was some research done testing the glyphosate content in a number of different foods. And uh, the it, I believe it was in parts per billion, and where they these foods were relative to the safety limit, which is like not nearly low enough to re- to truly be safe, especially for children. But um, the food that had the most glyphosate in it off the charts was Quaker Oats bars. Um, and it, there was one of the flavors in particular that had the most, but um, Quaker Oats and Quaker Oats bars are like glyphosate, like like crop dusted with glyphosate. I might be making that up, but there's a lot of freaking glyphosate on Quaker Oats, Oats products. So that's like one where don't get the bars. And if you're going, I mean, don't get them if you don't like want to be putting glyphosate in your body. If you like glyphosate and intestinal permeability and <laughs> a compromised blood-brain barrier, eat away. Who am I to tell you not to buy from a certain giant corporation? Um, but yeah, e- even with oats, like choosing a good quality organic oat is important to because uh, it's a hidden source of glyphosate. Hemp seeds rice, sesame, soy, and yeast. Hidden sources of gluten, modified food starch, food emulsifiers, food stabilizers, artificial food coloring, malt extract, and even the clarifying agents in some wine. Overlooked sources of gluten, processed condiments like ketchup, mustard, salad dressing, deli meats, beer, soy sauce, and imitation crab meat, interestingly enough. Health products like proteins, especially whey, branched-chain amino acids, and pre-workout formulas. And any products that contain artificial sweeteners like sucralose, which can cause brain inflammation, migraines, fatigue, and a disrupted gut microbiome. And with artificial sweeteners, like I'm obviously not a huge fan, but 
tiny amounts here and there are not the end of the world. With most of these things, the dose makes the poison, and um, it's all relative. Yeah. I mean, I, I would not seek out um, artificial sweeteners to like add to you know multiple meals per day, but a tiny bit here and there. If you know if you're eating clean and following the other recommendations that we're laying out here in the Biohacker's Guide, I, I, I think you'll be all right. Um, there's a little a little photo here that uh, one in two people will develop cancer at some point in their lives, according to the most accurate forecast to date from Cancer Research UK and published in the British Journal of Cancer. So if your objective is to take your performance to a higher level, I encourage you to review the list above, noting the foods that you eat most frequently. Once you identify them, experiment by cutting or eliminating those foods for 28 days to see how you feel. The big ones being grains, dairy, and alcohol. And that includes wheat in the grains. Studies have shown that a single serving of gluten can cause an inflammatory response that can last upwards of 21 days in sensitive individuals and a lot of people that wouldn't consider themselves sensitive individuals. Like if you're overweight, that's probably a factor. This is why I recommend that clients remove these foods for at least 28 days. This helps give them a more accurate assessment of their response and sensitivity levels. If you're dealing with a chronic health issue, my recommendation would be a little more stringent. I would encourage you to cut out all these foods or as many as you can for at least 28 days. This would be an all-out elimination diet. During that time, you would focus on small amounts of wild-caught fish, some organic chicken and turkey as your main protein sources, and a variety of organic plants, juices, and easily digestible meals. Most of these plants should be vegetables, and most of those vegetables should be green. I would also recommend some organic berries, one half to one cup per day, some sweet potatoes, yams, or squash. For beverages, focus mostly on water from a clean source. You can also include almond milk. Just make sure it doesn't contain carrageenan. Carrageenan is a thickening agent which has been implicated in a number of cancers and shown to worsen digestive issues. It's also injected into participants in studies on anti-inflammatory drugs because it initiates a rapid inflammatory response in the body. So think about that. When like Advil or, some, or ibuprofen is wants to study the anti-inflammatory effects of their medications, they'll actually inject people with carrageenan, a common ingredient in like almond milk and a lot of nut milks, to cause inflammation in their body so that they can see how well their drug works. You know, not look for carrageenan on labels and try to avoid that ish. All right. Other allowed beverages include herbal teas, organic green tea, yerba mate, guayusa, and coconut milk, as long as you know you aren't sensitive to coconut. I, coconut is a hidden a hidden allergy for a lot of people that they don't realize because it's like everyone talks about how healthy it is. A lot of people are allergic to it, especially if they're like sensitive. Um, I don't want to say sensitive. Gosh, I don't like I don't like that word. Or maybe that's my own. Maybe that's my own judgment to not like a word, the word sensitive. Um, but regardless, there are many people who have low level, level allergies to coconut and don't know it. And that is especially if they have digestive symptoms, regular digestive symptoms, you know, throughout the week. Like if you experience gas, bloating, stomach discomfort, constipation, diarrhea, those things, um, I would test removing coconut while you're doing your elimination provocation diet. All right. 
I recommend including a vegan protein powder too. This will allow you to make one of your daily meals a shake. There are a number of good options out there, many of which I use with clients. The important thing is to make sure to check the ingredients and that they aren't in any of the foods you're that, 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 that and there aren't any of the foods you're trying to avoid. Whey and casein protein, for example, are both dairy. Um, so some of my favorite protein powders. Sorry, we've got we've got a lot of hooting and hollering going on upstairs. Um, the, we got a caretaker recently to help with my dad and his Parkinson's. It was just it was stretching us all, the whole family, really, really thin. So um, it's sometimes it's it's a little less possible for me to get the uh, quiet studio like setting you guys have grown accustomed to. Anyway, some of the best uh, vegan protein powders that I really like. Um, there's Sun Warrior Warrior Blend is a good one. Thorn Mediclear SGS, although I'm not a huge fan of Thorn anymore after they announced that they were going to force all of their employees to get the jab a ding dong um, And then... Uh, what is it? Green Vibrance is the company. And I think it's called Maximum Vibrance. Maximum Vibrance. It's got like a whole bunch of their, they've got an amazing greens formula. It doesn't taste great, but it's amazing. And the Maximum Vibrance product also is, it's like their greens with a plant-based protein powder. So Maximum Vibrance, Thorn Mediclear, SGS, um, Sun Warrior Warrior Blend, all of those are pretty good. And for people with like extreme, extreme, extreme digestive stuff going on, you can put them on an elemental diet. Um, and Integrative Therapeutics actually makes the protein for 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 doing an elemental diet. You'd want to get the dextrose free. I uh, I'm not a big you know, if you don't need the dextrose, but it, it depends because like I was mentioning about maple syrup and honey, like some people with digestive symptoms need some sugars and like, is dextrose the best form of sugar? No. Um, but you know, um, yeah, they, they, they make a, they make a regular formula for the elemental diet, integrative therapeutics, and they also make a, a dextrose free one. That's the most expensive followed by um, Thorn Mediclear SGS, then Maximum Vibrance, and then the cheapest is uh, Sun Warrior Warrior Blend, which is decent. But you know, I, I do think at least the notch above it and the one after that are um, are superior. Okay, where was I? Oh, and if you guys didn't, I mean, I'm guessing most of you since you're normal didn't. But uh, at the beginning of the episode, when I when I was like. Uh, it's time to relax. That was that was me having fun with uh, the intro track from the Offsprings. I believe it was their first, their very first studio album. The one that had, um, yeah, it was Smash Offspring Smash. So the one that had like Bad Habit and Got to Get Away and Come Out and Play and Self Esteem on it. I loved loved that album. So that was that was what I was doing at the beginning. It wasn't. Um, just indiscriminate weirdness. It was um, channeled, channeled weirdness. <laughs> All right. This 28-day elimination diet is ultra simple. While restrictive, it does come with many benefits. 
Most people will spend an average of 28,000 days on earth in their lifetime. If you had the opportunity to invest just 28 of those 28,000 days to exponentially upgrade your energy and focus, health, mood, body composition, and quality of life, would you do it? When you face challenges and you decide to push forward in spite of them, that is strength. That is the process that leads to high performance. High performers are willing to do the things other people aren't. If you don't want to dive into a 28-day elimination diet right away, you don't have to. But there are some things that you can try first. In the next section, you'll learn about some of the most important principles to follow when it comes to your nutrition. You'll discover which superfoods will provide you with the greatest level of energy and mental clarity. And then we've got an infographic. Part of the reason why I was confused there was because we had an infographic that I thought went the whole length of the page. So I turned the page, but it was actually, there was actually text underneath it that was independent of the infographic. Okay, so here we go. The the 28-day elimination diet. Eat this. So for the first 28 days, you're focusing on uh, vegetables, organic berries, starchy tubers, wild-caught fish and seafood, whole food probiotics, healthy plant-based fats, bone broth, fresh green vegetable juice, organ meats like Brunschweiger from U.S. Wellness Meats, which is grasslandbeef.com, vegan protein powder, we mentioned some of those examples, and seeds. And you do not eat dairy or yogurt of any kind, including whey protein, casein protein. Um, I would even stay away from proteins that use egg and egg whites uh, during this time. And then... So after the first 28 days, you can test and add all healthy meats, you know, like grass-fed beef, pastured eggs. I know eggs aren't technically a meat, but you get it. Organic fruit, organic sprouted lentils and beans, nuts and nut butters, grass-fed ghee and butter, lard, tallow, and fat, hydrolyzed beef and collagen protein powder, Raw organic dairy from pastured cows, and if it's if it's actually like real milk, which you can get on realmilk.com, you can't order it from there, but you can find a farmer that has legit unpasteurized milk, which is like pasteurized homogenized milk. It's dead, and it nobody's body really thrives on that type of milk. But you can get actual real milk with its culture, with all of the good bacteria that's supposed to be in there that helps break it down, that your body needs to populate its microbiome. You can find real milk at realmilk.com. And then they've got like an area to find a farmer by you. And even people with dairy sensitivities, what they'll do is they'll have them – you get the real milk and you'd start with like a quarter of a teaspoon and that's it. And then day two, you'd, if you felt good and no reaction, you do like a half a teaspoon. And then day three, if you had no reaction to that, you do like three quarters or a whole teaspoon and you slowly, slowly increase to where you could like drink, you know, like a glass of the stuff a day. There's no reason to have more than a glass of, of raw unpasteurized real milk. 
I mean, I guess if you're trying to put on size, I was drinking a gallon of that a day when I was trying to put on muscle and I got jerked, like yoked. Um, I was like, holy cow, this is, I'm getting that like baby, baby bull muscle. Um, but I felt a little bit, I, I felt a little bit inflamed and, uh, it was just, just way too much of another animal's milk to be putting in my body, I guess is the best way of putting it. All right. So here we go. Um, and then, yeah, and then we'll, we'll land this plane. So case study, Jim, your diet exists to serve your lifestyle. For obvious reasons, I can't give someone's personal information in this book. So when I present a case study, I want to assure you they're based on a real person and the data is accurate. But the names and personal details have been changed to protect the client's privacy. Jim was a 33-year-old investment banker. He had never really worked out or given much thought to his diet or health. Once he turned 30, he started noticing less energy and more stiffness throughout his body. He also had some difficulty concentrating, especially in the afternoons after lunch. He knew he needed to make some changes, but he wasn't sure how. Jim hadn't played sports growing up and had never exercised. Like many of us, the idea of him going to the gym and working out without what he felt to be adequate knowledge or experience was intimidating. The first time Jim and I met in person, I couldn't believe my eyes. Most of the guys I work with are between 30 to 60 years old. Jim's chronological age was on the lower end of that range, but he looked like he was in his late 40s or even early 50s. He was probably about 50 pounds overweight. Most of that weight had set up camp around his midsection. His hairline was thinning and receding. He was somewhat shy, lower energy, with a quiet demeanor, and he didn't keep eye contact for long. While st- now, when you think about that, anyway, I'm not gonna too many too much too much commentary. This one, <laughs> well, while standing and sitting, he was hunched over. His body screamed to me, "I need help," not just with physicality, but with his mental game as well. I knew Jim would be one of the toughest cases I'd ever taken on. I still remember that first session vividly. Within three minutes of very a very low intensity warm up. He looked like he had just finished the Boston Marathon breathing through a snorkel. He was gasping for air. We moved to the chest press machine. We started at around 40 pounds per side. Jim did a few reps and then looked at me and said, less weight. This is too heavy. So I reduced the weight. This continued until there was nothing left to put the pin in the machine. I actually remember that. That's hilarious. Despite... The shaky beginning, we eventually got Jim stronger and making some serious progress. Nevertheless, I started noticing a pattern. Each week, by the, by the time we got to Friday, Jim was a machine. But by the time Monday rolled around, it was like he'd lost three weeks of progress. Exercises and rest periods that he could have breezed through just days earlier left him gasping for air. Jim also exhibited symptoms of circulatory issues, often manifesting themselves as tightness or burning in his calves and feet. It was like I was training a completely different person. I'd seen this before, but never to this degree. When we talked about it, we were able to identify the culprit. Five days a week, Monday through Friday, in Jim's case, he ate pretty well. But then starting around 5 p.m. on Friday through the weekend, it was a free-for-all. This extended cheat day included egregious amounts of cocktails, beer, breads, pizzas, pastas, and cheese. His weekly slump suddenly started to make a little more sense. What we were experiencing every Monday 
was the result of an acute inflammatory response that was precipitated by the cascade of toxins Jim was bombarding his body with every second. A lot of, a lot of $4, $5 words in there. I sat down with Jim and asked him what he wanted to achieve. Essentially, he told me that he wanted to get in better shape. He wanted to have more energy, and he wanted to do both of these things to the highest degree possible without having to sacrifice all of the foods that he loves. Now that we were clear about the desired end result, I could design our roadmap. I put together a plan for Jim that involved what I referred to as strategic feasting. This would allow him to maximize his results without deprivation or even the frustration that can sometimes come with eliminating many of the foods we enjoy. Whereas Jim today, by simply making a few small shifts compounded by consistent daily action, Jim got his weight down to 212 pounds. His performance at work took off and he was courted by a competing firm who offered him a substantial pay raise. His mood, energy, marriage, bank account, and body are all in better shape. And it's not because he made any radical lifestyle changes. All it took were a few intelligent shifts that built momentum with practice. Jim is probably never going to rock a six, rock six-pack abs or bang out 30 floor-to-overhead, 135-pound clean and presses sub three minutes. <laughs> okay, interesting example. But he's probably not going to do any really hard workouts for record times. Those things aren't important to him. The perfect diet for each of us is one that takes into into account our goals, health status, genetic blueprint, preferences, age, and gender. Your diet exists to serve your lifestyle and not the other way around. So I think that's a good place to stop. If you guys are interested in help with coaching, uh, go to biohackercoaching.com, fill out the short application, grab a time for us to talk. And if you've been enjoying the content and commentary in the Biohacker's Guide to Upgrade Energy and Focus, my book, and you don't have a copy, what are you doing? Pick one up. Just put it on the bookshelf to look smart. You don't even need to read it. Go to biohackersguide.com, B-I-O-H-A-C-K-E-R-S-G-U-I-D-E.com. Pick up a copy. Just let us know where to ship it. Uh, The book is free. We just ask that you help out with the cost of shipping and handling, and we'll send it anywhere in the world, right to your doorstep. It's a great conversation piece. And like I said, when you have it on your shelf, people assume you're a wickedly intelligent lady or gent. Thank you so much for listening, guys. We will pick up uh, with how to eat to win when, uh, when I record part six. Have a beautiful day. What's up, guys? Anthony here. And one of my favorite things to do is helping men and women like you feel what it's like living life with the body you've always wanted and all day energy that starts the moment you wake up and doesn't quit. Over the past decade, we've created a proprietary health assessment that helps me to identify the unique toxicities and deficiencies that are holding you back from the life that you deserve. And what we've discovered in doing this now with thousands of CEOs, executives, professional athletes, businessmen, Hollywood celebs, and entrepreneurs is that there is always room for improvement and optimization. So if you're looking for help with this stuff and you'd like to see if you're a fit to work with me one-on-one, this program is usually full year-round with a waiting list, but we just had a few spots open up. 
and I wanted to make this available to the listeners of the Biohacking Secrets show first. So what you want to do if you want to apply is head over to biohackingsecrets.com forward slash coaching. That's www.biohackingsecrets.com forward slash coaching, C-O-A-C-H-I-N-G. Fill out the short application form. And if you're pre-approved, you'll be given the opportunity to book a time to connect with someone on our team and see if it's a fit. Thank you so much for being a part of this community. I look forward to potentially going on this journey together. 